You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast. This is episode 38. My name is Anne-Marie Cross and I'm a small business marketing and mindset coach. Do you ask yourself the question, how can I grow my coaching practice? What are the secrets that will help me fill my practice? And what about the marketing that I should be doing to help my business become more profitable? Well, you're in the right place. Whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or maybe you've been in business a while, This podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. I'll teach you the right business and marketing strategies that you should have in place to communicate a meaningful message in a powerful way so you can stand out and finally grow a successful coaching practice. So let's get started. Well, on today's show, I have got so much that I want to share with you, particularly one of the most common reasons that stops coaches from getting their prospective clients from saying yes to their services. And it's unfortunately something that I hear many coaching schools are teaching or recommending. So inadvertently, unsuspecting coaches who are following this model that's being taught are finding themselves unable to secure new clients for their coaching practice. Perhaps if you've been struggling to get new clients, you're doing this too. So stick around as I'll be speaking about this a little bit later in the Words of Wisdom segment. Now, before we dive in, I've got a few announcements that I want to share. Firstly, I'm going to be speaking on next week's Women's Speakers Association Tweet Chat, where I'll be sharing all about the five common mistakes business owners make when it comes to speaking to grow their business and what you should be doing instead. So to join in the conversation, what you'll need to do is next week, I'll tell you the date in a moment, but go to www.twubs.com forward slash speaker chat. You can also follow along if you're on Twitter, the hashtag speaker chat. And it's on August the 19th at 4 p.m. PST. So August the 19th at 4 p.m. PST. And if you're following along from Australia, that'll be the following day because we are calling in from the future. So it'll be August the 20th, I believe around 10 a.m. or August the 20th, if you're calling in or or will you joining us from Australia. But go and check out a great resource, www.timeanddate.com. If you ever want to uh, find out what another time zone is, it's a great resource that I use every single day to find out the different time zones from all over the world. So just to repeat that, next week, next week, Women's Speakers Association's Tweet Chat, I'll be talking about the five common mistakes business owners make when it comes to speaking to grow their business and what they should be doing instead, August the 19th at 4pm PST. Now, a second announcement is a request from me to you. Will you help me spread the word about this podcast? I'd really appreciate it. So all you need to do is subscribe to our iTunes channel. 
Give us a star rating and hopefully what I'm sharing each and every week deserves a five. But be honest, go ahead and be honest. Give us a rating and leave a comment. That's it. You know, by subscribing, rating and commenting over on iTunes, what that does is it allows other people to find out about our podcast, which I hope that you have found to be informative, inspiring and something that you enjoy listening to on a regular basis. So to do that, all you need to do is pop across to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP iTunes. And from there, you'll be able to uh, go directly through to our iTunes channel and do that. And of course, I'll pop that also the link on our show notes, which you'll find at www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP And here's today's tip of the week. So I've got a new segment, which I'm calling tip of the week. Now, I've already shared a great resource with you, which, of course, is www.timeanddate.com. But I've got another one which I want to share, and it's been something that I've been using over the last week or so that I have found to be really, really helpful, particularly in compiling notes. Now, I'm one of those people that loves writing things by hand, and I love technology too, but there's something about writing down thoughts, ideas, inspiration, creative um, you know, impulses, and this is what I want to do on a notepad. But sometimes what happens is I have multiple notebooks or I, I finish one and I put it away and I start a new one. And then when I think, hmm, I remember having a bit of an inspiration about that some time ago. And then I think, now, where did I put that original note? And I tell you, I find it so very difficult to find which notebook it was, which page it was on, because not only in that notebook do I write inspiration ideas, but also things that I need to do and, and so on. So the resource that I've been using, it's probably one that you've heard of as well. It's called Evernote www.evernote.com and I have that uh, able to be accessed online. I have an app which I have uh, downloaded to my iPhone and even my iPad. So if I have a note and I want to make um, you know, mention of that for future reference, no matter where I am, if I'm online you know, through my, my PC or on my Mac, because I've got it both accessible from PC or Mac, or if I'm out on the road on, with my iPad or even my iPhone, I can make a note and I can access it later on, no matter what device I'm on or where, where I'm at. And the way that it, it's filed, it makes it very easy because you make a note, you know, you, you, you make a note of what it is that you're compiling. So it might be new ideas or if I'm creating a new program, I would make sure that the note title was that new program, making it very easy for me to find uh, at a future date. So that's a great resource, www.evernote.com. Highly recommend it. Uh, particularly if if you're someone that comes up with lots of ideas and you want to store everything on Evernote. Now, let me mention to you that this is only scratching the surface of Evernote. And I know that there are so many other different uses that you can have Evernote as well. If you're someone that uses Evernote and you've got that technology covered, why don't you shoot me an email or go and leave a comment um, below here on, on you know the show notes and let us know how you using uh, Evernote to help you 
take your coaching practice to the next level, increase your productivity and your efficiency as well. I think sharing these ideas is such a great way to help us sort of, ah, okay, that's the way that he or she's using it. I'll do that as well. So that is my tip for the week. Go out and get yourself uh, Evernote and it certainly is going to make life a whole lot easier for you. Today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. Okay, so let's dive into this week's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. And this is the one common mistake that I often see coaches doing that prevents them from getting prospective clients to say yes to their services. And what it is, is that there is no structure that they follow, no structure, no format when it comes to speaking about their services to a potential client. And I know that for many of you, if you're a heart-centered coach, you may also, like the hundreds of other coaches that I speak to on a daily basis, dislike selling. And it makes the entire conversation very awkward. And for some some of you, you might be rushing through, particularly when you get to the pricing point or if someone questions you, you kind of try and stumble over your words. It makes it very, very awkward. And of course, you're not coming across confidently Um, and often you'll get a no, that prospective client doesn't want to invest in you and therefore, um, you know, you don't get an opportunity to support them. And one of the reasons that I find that this happens is because they don't have, well, a structure, a sales conversation structure, but also primarily a signature program that they can speak about about their services and they don't focus on the outcomes and the benefits that a prospective client is going to achieve if they hire them. Let me give you an example. A few years ago, I was working with a client and she'd recently completed her life coaching training. And she was really excited and passionate about the work that she could do with their clients and how she could help them. However, what happened, unfortunately for her, was that the excitement and the passion soon turned into frustration. She had numerous conversations with potential clients and no one said yes. No one wanted to hire her. So she decided to take a you know a leap and she enrolled in my six-figure business success blueprint coaching program. And I invited her to do a role play with me where I was a potential client who had just made an inquiry about her services. And then she had the opportunity to tell me more and really just follow the model of how she would speak to me if I were a real prospective client. And from there, I would give her some feedback as to what worked really well and what needed a little tweak. So as the uh, coach, she then asked me a few more questions because I was a prospective client. What was I struggling with? What my goals were and what, what I wanted to achieve? And after I responded, what she then did was give me a list of her certifications, a bit of a brief overview of how she could help me. And then when I asked her to tell me more about her coaching services, like really about, you know, about the program, what, what, what is it? Can you explain a little bit more? What she then went and did was she explained how we would get together over a number of sessions and that through asking some insightful questions, she would help me uncover the information that I needed to help, uh, that, that I needed to help me make a decision and get me out of confusion. And then she went on to explain her coaching and support um, that she would give me each time that we met and that it was designed and that she was trained to help me pinpoint all of the answers 
that I had inside of me, but just couldn't see at the moment because of my uncertainty. uncertainty. And that with her help, I would get the clarity around what I needed because as a coach, she believed that I have everything that I needed inside of me and it was her job to help me get that clarity around that. All right, so let's take a step back and look at this objectively and honestly. Now, if I were a client who had been struggling with an issue for many years, some some of our clients, let's face it, have been struggling with this since teenage or even childhood. Now, imagine that I've finally gotten the courage to ring and speak to you about how you can help me as a coach. Now, I think we take for granted the courage that it takes for a client or prospective client to ring and actually speak to you. So imagine that I've, I've come out of my shell and I'm ringing to find out a little bit more and I'm nervous because this is something, you know, that help that really re- requires me to kind of disclose a little bit about me personally. Then I'm told that actually I've got all the answers inside me and that you're going to help me get clarity around that. Now, if I'm honest, I'm sorry, but that's not going to give me confidence nor the desire to say, sign me up now. In fact, wearing the hat of the potential client, I get confused even more because one of the reasons that I'm speaking to you is because I can't do this on my own. I may have tried other things. I might have invested in um home study programs. I might have even gone to some other coaches as well. But no matter what I've tried to do, I'm still stuck. So if you're telling me that I've got all of the answers inside of me and it's just a matter of we're just going to have conversations and and help me get clarity around that, don't you think that I'd be thinking, well, if I had the answers inside of me to help me get unstuck, why wouldn't I be able to get unstuck on my own? Now, years ago, I studied a counselling course and over the years of that certification, I was able to study a number of different therapies, gestalt therapy, solution-focused therapy, cognitive behaviour therapy, um, so many others, and even person-centred therapy. Now, all of these therapies included narrative counselling, which is speaking to the client, asking key questions and getting the client to look at their situation from different angles in the hope that they would, you know, through that communications and through the speaking, get a different perspective as to what was happening. And I think that's really important. Don't get me wrong. I think narrative counselling absolutely has its place. And often it's because our clients don't have someone who can give a non-judgmental, have a non-judgmental conversation with us. So I think it's absolutely important. I am not saying anything negative around the different modalities and around the therapies. I think they're absolutely fantastic. And each one has a special um, you know, gift and uh, ability to support a client. But remember, I'm talking about having a sales conversation. Now, let me just talk about person, per, you know, person-centered therapy. There was no real structure or format to it. In fact, there was no structure to the session at all. There was no agenda. There was no format. There was no kind of, from a you know counsellor slash coach perspective, no real desired outcome and intention that I was setting, uh, you know, as an objective of what the session would be. It was very much centred on the client, and the conversation went directed from what they were saying. So, in other words, when we met, uh, 
it was just to allow the, the client to speak. And, and as a counsellor, I kind of went and flowed with that client. Now, there was no real end to that session either, if I recall correctly. And I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, that could mean that the, the session would go on forever if uh, you had one of those clients that just talked and talked and talked. Anyway, don't get me wrong. I think creating a space where the client feels safe to speak and share what's going on for them, again, is extremely important. Just as all the different therapies and the incredible results we can get with our clients through using the different therapies and modalities. And it can make a huge difference in what the client is going through. However, again, just let me remind you, we're not talking about what should happen during the session. We are talking about what happens during a sales conversation. You're speaking to a prospective client and what they will walk away with should they invest in your services. So if you're not able to summarize your coaching services in a way that shows the prospective client how you can help them and what they will experience through working with you, the results, the outcomes, what you have um, set as an intention for the client to walk away with you are going to find it very difficult to get a yes to your programs. Let me give you another really brief example. I was speaking to a colleague of mine who is finding it very difficult to find clients for her new coaching practice. No matter how hard she tried when speaking to a prospective client, she just couldn't make the sale. And one of her colleagues offered to help her by giving her some feedback, doing a bit of role play like uh, the example that I just shared that I did with one of my clients. And so he said to her, well, you pretend that you're the coach and I am a prospective client and I'll help you. I'll give you some feedback on your sales conversation and then see if we can um, improve things for you. So anyway, during the role play, as the coach, she asked some questions as to what he was struggling with and what he was looking for. And then she went on to explain that she could definitely help him and that typically she worked from her home office or they could meet in a cafe if that was easier. And during the coaching sessions, which typically lasted an hour, you know, she'd have a number of assessments that she would ask him to complete. And then they would spend the rest of the session speaking about the results, you know, what came out of those assessments. And then through the, the ongoing discussion and review of what was coming up and what the client would, would say to her during that session, that would help him get clear on some of his um, career change options. Now, when my colleague finished speaking, the feedback she received from the pretend client, remember that was her colleague doing a role play with her, this is what he said to her. He said, why should I pay you if we just kind of have a chat? I could speak to my wife or my next door neighbor or some of my colleagues at work or my family members, and it's not going to cost me a cent. So why should I pay someone to just have a chat? Seems a little outrageous to me. Now, that was not the feedback that my colleague wanted to hear. And look, how sad, though. This client or potential client, even though it was a pretend client, but imagine if this is a real client and unfortunately in your conversation with that real potential, you know, potential client, they didn't understand the real value of working with you, a specialist, but you know, in this instance, a career coach, someone who knew what was needed to get clarity, 
uh, and the right steps that you would need to take in order to secure a job that they loved and that they would bound out of bed, you know, on a Monday morning saying, woohoo, I get to go to work today. Because let's face it, if we hate our jobs, Monday mornings are just a drag, aren't they? But imagine if, as a career coach, you were a specialist in supporting your clients and identifying a career that they loved, that they could feel fulfilled in, that they could feel motivated and that they were contributing to, what a difference that would make in the life of that client. Now, if you're not able to express that in a way that your client can see what they could achieve through investing in you. That's so sad because it means that they can continue to struggle or will continue to struggle and you don't get to support them in getting out of their struggles and achieving their goals. And so, you know, if, if I look at this example with um, this, you know, pretend client, she certainly didn't talk about it in a way that prompted that prospective client to increase his desire in working with her as a coach. So therefore, had he been a real client and stuck, he would have remained stuck. So what should she have done instead? And what can you do to ensure better results when speaking to a prospective client? The next time someone rings you and says, hi, tell me more about your services. I'm thinking of hiring a coach. Now, if you're a career coach, uh, well, actually, let's back up a bit. It doesn't matter what sort of coach you are, it means that you need to create a signature program, a coaching program that allows your client to go from where they are now, which is in their stuckness, whatever they're struggling with, whatever their challenges, whatever their problems is, to whatever outcome that they are looking to achieve. Now, let's say you're a career coach. That would be, that coaching program would be helping a client find a job they love so they can feel passionate and fulfilled in their work and get paid what they're worth within 90 days so that your program might be three months long. Now imagine if you're a sleep coach, that would be, your coaching program would be about helping a client who maybe has been a long time insomnia sufferer get to the stage where they are falling asleep as soon as their head, head lands on the pillow and they can get a full uninterrupted eight hours of sleep to feel refreshed every morning. If you are a quit smoking coach, your program may help clients kick the habit just after one session or your money back. That could be that program. If you're a health coach, you help your clients shed unwanted kilos and keep it off so they can get their sexy back within eight weeks, even if they've been struggling with their weight issues for most of their lives. Now, I've just given you a number of examples there. You can use the same model, the same structure of talking about that. And you see the difference in how I speak about my coaching services in a way that's very outcome focused and very specific. Now, I haven't even mentioned how many sessions, what will be involved in each session. In fact, in all honesty, the client probably doesn't really even care. It may be something that they ask you a little bit more about after you've really, you've seized their attention and they go, wow, you can help me do that. Okay, tell me more. How do I sign up kind of thing? So you need to be really clear about how you can help them and create that program that showcases a promise of value, which is the outcome that they're going to walk away with should they invest in you. So please, 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 
Take some time to work on putting a signature program together. What are the outcomes? How can you talk about your program in a you know, couple of sentences that shows your client that you can take them from A, which is the stuck point, through to C or D, which is the, the solution and then what they walk away with. And so that is what they're going to achieve through working with you. And this reconfirms the importance of knowing your ideal client so well and what they are struggling with and what they want to achieve. And if you don't know this, you'll also find it difficult to get a potential client excited. Let's just recap. Create an outcome or an outline of a program that's outcome focused. My eight week get your sexy back health and wellness program, even if you struggled with weight for most of your life. You can agree that that sounds far more appealing than we'll meet and talk about your issues around weight loss. Then we'll plan a program depending on your needs and then we'll meet every week. No, 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 no. You talk about your eight week get your sexy back health and wellness program, even if you struggled with your weight for most of your life. So when you start to really transform the way that you are talking about your programs, you are going to have clients lining up wanting to work with you because let's face it, that title of your program, if you really seize the attention of your client and and, and have the promise of value in it, that title on its own pretty much will sell uh, clients into it. Now, if this is the very first time that you've thought about creating your own program and talking about your services in this way to a potential client kind of freaks you out and you haven't yet accessed my free 10-week business success series, go and register yourself over at www.annemariecross.com forward slash biz, B-I-Z, success series. Now, my team is still in the process of putting that together, but let me give you that link again and uh, just keep checking back. And and once it's live, you'll be able to sign up for that. www Marie Cross, A-N-N-E-M-A-R-I-E-C-R-O-S-S.com forward slash biz, B-I-Z, success series. And what I'll do is I'll walk you through each of the key foundations and the right marketing messages and strategies step-by-step to help you get noticed, get hired by your ideal client, and of course, paid what you're worth so you can take your coaching practice to the next level. Okay, so that was today's words of wisdom. And uh, I want to share before I go today's inspirational message to help you nourish your mind, your body and your spirit as you move forward. And today's inspirational message is, uh, I'm not sure who it's by, but it goes like this. Sometimes the smallest step in the right direction ends up being the biggest step of your life. Tiptoe if you must, but take that step. I really love that. So let me say it again. Sometimes the smallest step in the right direction ends up being the biggest step of your life. Tiptoe if you must, but take that step. Isn't that right? I mean, sometimes when we inch forward, and it may just be either inching forward or or going on our tippy toes, that step that we make, and it might be taking us in a different career path or a different decision, can open up these incredible opportunities for us. 
And it can be too when you're thinking about some of the business decisions. You might have a number of different opportunities um, to decide yes or no to. Now, one decision may have an incredibly um, fantastic opportunities and open up new doors for you that require a little bit of uh, risk-taking or stepping out of your comfort zone. But if you tiptoe towards that step or if you take just one little inch of a step forward to say yes to that, it can make a huge, huge difference in your business. So take the small step in the right direction because it can certainly change your life. It can certainly change and impact uh, and transform the results that you're getting in your coaching practice. So certainly certainly recommend that you do that well that brings us to the end of another show and i'd love for you to go ahead and give us a shout out and you know we'll make sure that we certainly will shout out back to you as well you can do that if you're on twitter uh, my personal twitter handle is at Anne marie coach at Anne marie coach and of course um our handle for the ambitious pod is at the ambitious pod go ahead and shout out and we'll certainly Um, shout out back to you as I mentioned at the beginning of the show this is the very first time that you've joined us and you haven't yet subscribed to our iTunes channel could you please go and do that and while you're there go ahead and leave a rating and a message as well you know feedback because that helps us um, get out in front of other people that may not have heard the show so that I can bring this inspiring and informative information to other coaches um, as well and you know you can play an incredibly important role in helping me get that message out even by sharing this show with your friends and colleagues now just a reminder if you have a question or you want me to cover something in an upcoming show i would absolutely be honored to do that and uh, go ahead and connect with me over at this web address www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash ccp connect And from there, you'll notice that there's an area there where you can leave a message, leave your name, your business name, your coaching practice, and of course, your question or feedback. And I'll certainly look forward to answering that for you in an upcoming show. Until then, have a fantastic week. Go and get yourself your next ideal client. Would you do that? Uh, This is Anne-Marie. We'll see you again next week. Bye for now.